Welcome to the John Reagan's Future Commentary Series and the John Reagan Podcast. In this episode, we're discussing the fourth song on John Reagan's future album, Dreamers. And this is a special episode because we have the first guest we've ever had on the podcast. Uh, on this episode, we have John Reagan's producer, Joshua Richards, and we talked to him about his perspective on John's music and his experience working with John on this album. And I don't want to dream for the dreamers. No, I don't want to dream for the dreamers anymore. Jared! John, how's it going? Good, dude. Dude, I'm so excited about this episode. Me too. Me too. This is a song that probably, probably my favorite um, on the album. Very relatable. Very straightforward. Very relatable. Why is it your favorite song on the album? Um, I, I obviously I love the melody. I love the way it sounds. But um, I think it's just. I think it's just a song that um, it's kind of you sort of declaring that you're not going to let insecurity or people's negative opinion of you be defining. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. You know, so that's cool. That, that, and, that you feel that way in a way that I think is going to be uh, is really helpful to people. And I think it's really speaks to people. That's really cool. Um, but today is a special episode. Yeah. Cause we have our first guest ever. Yes. Um, Joshua Richards, right? Richards. That's right. Okay. Just want to make sure the if the name and engineer. Yeah. Um, of the album yes white dr dre i just sent him the uh invite to join um yeah white dr dre <laughs> bearded dr dre yeah yeah um yeah i'm super excited to talk with him because um this is also one of my favorites for that reason that it was like I'm declaring, you know? Right. And um let's see. I guess uh there might be some technical difficulties I haven't he's not on yet, but um, this is the first song that me and Josh recorded together. So I'm interested to see his, to hear his, uh, his side of things. Yeah. 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 I'm, like, that'll be interesting because, um, so this, so this is probably, so this is in, in as far as the chronology of, um, oh, there he is. Josh. Hello. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Um, good, hey. dude. How are you it's, doing? I'm doing all right. It's good. Uh, it's uh, good to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I was just, I was just telling Jared that this is the first song you and I recorded together, 
um, this is um, <clears throat> kind of like this was the beginning of your you and my, me working together and I wanted to hear your side of things. I wanted Jared, Jared to hear your side of things and I know Jared probably has a lot of questions. Um, but Dreamers, first time you and me recording together, yeah. what from your side of the story, what led to this moment? And then what was that like? Well, you know, you released touch on your own. Right. You know, and, um, which still makes you upset to this day, <laughs> you know, it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> just not just because I wish that I could have recorded it. Cause it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know i just want that on my resume yeah right um you know you you had recorded that and you were showing everybody you know and i listened to it and you showed it to me because we had started to get to know each other in uh in spectrum um and you know i just got amazed with how awesome it was and you know i really wanted to be a part of it because you had this had this drive you know and I could see that you really wanted to make more songs and I was in a place where I was really wanting to record some songs so it was just the perfect storm yeah um it was I forgot that Jared and Josh is this your guys' first time talking it is no. yeah I don't think we've met we almost no. We almost uh, we almost battled a homeless guy side by side once. Oh yeah, we did. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, that was... <laughs> yeah. So for those listening, we were downtown. Yeah, and then uh, we bumped yeah. into Josh. He had just you know, and then casually. literally, and he was all oh heck, and I was like oh Josh, introduced you guys. <laughs> And and at that moment, this homeless guy comes up to us and says, "You want to fight?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, it was as random as that. How did that situation pan out? I don't really remember. You calmed him down. You just talked him down. You just uh, you just started. You asked him, "What kind of music do you like?" And then he, uh, I said that? yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he just relaxed. <laughs> I do not remember asking him what kind of music he liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Josh, when we were in the studio, for me, I was like, wow, this microphone's expensive and much nicer than mine at home. I was yeah. like, we have a room. I'm using a plug-in guitar. I was, I was like on cloud nine. Um, yeah. For you, we're in the studio. What were you thinking? And because it was the first time we were working together, dude, and mm-hmm. we definitely had to learn how to work together. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, doing Dreamers was kind of the first little step into us working together, and you know, it was a little different. <laughs> and how did you first? How did you first meet? Gosh. I I don't. Well, like we were going to church uh, at the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I started singing at uh, Calvary Knob Hill. 
Oh. And, and Josh did sound there every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know you ever sang there. Yeah, I actually sang there every Sunday with my brother for like a solid like seven to eight months, almost a year. And so I saw Josh every Sunday, mm-hmm. which I, uh, which is a re- looking back is a really special time. Me and Josh would talk about music every single Sunday. We're setting up. I'm having fun. Josh mm-hmm. would laugh at my jokes when everyone else was like so <laughs> tired, you know. <laughs> See, I laugh at everything. Well, that's right. So, Josh, um, uh, uh, before this, before um, Dreamers. How many songs had you been involved with, like, recording? What was kind of your background with that? Um, well, I've done quite a few things. Not everything has been, uh, has been released into the world. Um, but there were, there were a few projects um, that I did that you can still go and listen to, actually. Um, uh, one of them that actually I've shown a few times um, is called Coffee Before Bed. Wait, 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 wait. You showed who? I showed you. I showed you the 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 album that I did before before we recorded stuff. Um, but before that, I've done a lot of recordings with you know the churches that I've done sound for, and you know right. musicians that I've met. And um, I also have a background in uh, in some more classical music because I was um, in band in school growing up. So, right. What was your um? <clears throat> what was your so john and uh josh what was the conversation like when you guys decided to record it did john did you show it to him like this like the lyrics and like play it for him and then no um like i said in the first episode we signed the contract and then he was like hey uh so we selected a date went into the studio and then I played him the song before we recorded it. But, but, and then we recorded it immediately after. But before then, I don't, I didn't remember, I don't remember showing you, Josh. But what was your, what was your side of the story? I think I was just pushing you a lot <laughs> to record because I wanted to record you. You know, after you, after you recorded Touch and released it, I, I just kept bugging you about doing more stuff. Well, it's true because, I was not planning on releasing anything after touch. Yeah. And I remember you and um, Mr. Monday were huge in um, influencing me to, to write more songs and release them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even meeting Steven and telling him about that opened the door for the studio. And then, right. You know, we got a space, we got time to record. Why not record? did you have any like um josh did you have like do you remember some of the feedback you gave john or some of the like um suggestions you might have made when you were recording the the song yeah so you know john had kind of come up to me and he told me that he didn't have these songs you know and that he had just recorded touch and i was pushing him to do more songs and and so when he actually, when we got into the studio and we were actually like working on them, you know, I, I heard them as they were just like straight out of his head, you know, and they were 
in a very raw state, you know, so the stuff that I would tell him to kind of get to where we got was not really, you know, extensive. I didn't, I didn't change a whole lot of stuff, but I, you know, kind of pushed him to look at it in a different way and present it yeah. in a different way. The you only know? songs I had written before we started recording were Touch, Dreamers, and Wait. And mm-hmm. all the other songs, because uh, I think originally we were going to do an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh just kept encouraging me and like pushing me and like, he's like, write another one. <laughs> and then <laughs> my my ideas were kind of just flowing at that point. Um, <clears throat> I remember there was one time we went over the songs that we had to record. And he said, all right, that's 10 songs or that's nine songs. And he was, mm-hmm. and you, then you said, give me 10. Yeah. And I was like, all <laughs> right. so and mad then, at me. <laughs> and then a week, a week later, I came back with a set of one song. I came back with three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It went from one to three to nine to 10 to 12. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what kind of time span was it for recording? Um, like the whole album, how long start to finish? Three three months. Okay. Uh, we started in February, worked through March, finished at the end of April. Okay. And then released it in May. You know. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and and um was dreamers being since it was your first song together um that you recorded was it like was it exceptionally difficult looking back like was it was there kind of like you had to get into like a like a create a groove groove together or was it did it sort of did it just kind of fall into place i think we definitely had to get into a groove um you know he already had these songs kind of you know you know he didn't come with nothing you know he he i would tell him to write more songs and he would come in with a song you know and so what he gave me kind of had to had to turn into something a little bit more right you know presentable because it's so you know i remember him him singing dreamers to me for the first time and it was like the It was just really straight and really, you know, just simple. And it's just trying to get that to, you know, where the rest of the album is going to be and how the other songs are going to interact with it. It's kind of hard to start, you know, and make sure that everything else is going to be along the same lines. So it was a little tricky kind of starting off and kind of figuring out where the whole thing is going to go, you know, and where we're going to end up, you know, so we don't end up with super wildly different songs <laughs> yeah right um what uh what does the what so you so you guys you're planning on working together on more in the future right if we ever start to um finish projects that we've started then you know I, I'm, I'm calling josh up right um, but I think that one thing that was really cool about the song that Josh did that was his idea is, um, 
something that Josh thought of that was great that added to the song so much was that when you get to the second chorus, uh, it's like a mute palm uh, strum. And I remember showing that to my two oldest brothers and my mom. And uh, my brother Jake just started crying. And he was like, this is so cool. And he's like, and then you changed the second chorus. And I was like, that was Josh's idea. And <laughs> um, showing my family that they were like, man, this like, can you turned it into something? Uh, so for me, Josh, he's, you know, he's such a good engineer and producer and, um, but bro, you're like, you're a huge friend because you saw something in me, uh, that a lot of people didn't see at the time or still can't see. And, uh, you work with me, you, you help me grow and dreamers was just the beginning, you know? And so it's super cool to look back at that song uh and you know jared i think you hit it right on the head about what the song is about it's just so much so much insecurities and people expecting me to be something for them um it's nothing political i've had a couple people ask me (laughs) they're like are you talking about the dreamers in mexico i'm like what no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, people who set your life has so much potential and you could do more and you can do better. And it's like, you're living a, you're trying to make me live in a fantasy that you're having. And I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, I don't want to dream for the dreamers. I'm going to dream for myself. And not only am I going to dream, but I'm going to actually do what I dream of doing instead of making up false realities in my head. Um, but what's also hilarious is that, uh, some, somewhere along the line, my fans started calling themselves the dreamers, (laughs) which is like not the point of the song, but I love it and I'm okay with it. So I'm like, yeah, it it is kind of funny in the context, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, cool. You guys are dreamers. I love it. You know, but I guess, I guess that they could say, maybe that's what it means because i've never because i've asked people like what do you what is that where did that come from i don't know where it came from but uh i guess what it could mean is like they also don't want other dreamers to dream for them so they're going to dream for themselves so they are dreamers but they're not being influenced i guess i don't know but so then josh you and uh john together i assume hacked or um hatched the idea to um do the reimagined version uh i guess both of you but talk about that uh the reimagined versions are are really uh, really fun um i think we kind of had the idea kind of from the beginning while we were recording the first album um we like we recorded those songs so so raw and so original and so plain that you know we kind of like said from the start like we need to do these in different ways after this you know we just need to do it because we need to make these songs this way and get the point across this way in this simple way and then we can revisit it later in different genres because while we were recording it we 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 kept hearing these different ways we could do these songs and we were like oh that'd be so cool to do 
but yeah. we need to stick with what we're doing right now because <laughs> right. there's a purpose. Yeah, I I showed Josh um, Bob Dylan freewheeling, which he already knew the album, but I was like, this is what it needs to be. Like, it needs to be me and my guitar, and that's it. Um, but we immediately were just flooding with ideas of how we could do the songs differently and add to them and reimagine them. Um, and so there's still, like I, like I talked about last week with uh, radio, there are still songs that we really want to reimagine. And maybe one day we'll get to that right now. There's no plan of it, but um, yeah. So that was a lot of fun too. Me and Josh, like we were talking about, Oh, we could do this and one day and do that with this song and turn it into this. Um, something really cool though, Josh, is that we recorded the album on a certain program that was reminded me it was uh, the same. It was like a digital program of what the Beatles used on a certain album. Correct. Um, oh yeah, I I use some plugins that are Abbey Road plugins that the Beatles recorded at. Yeah, so, and so like, although some it's... Of the reverbs are from are from there, right? So although it is a very simple um, project, Josh did a lot of adding to you know little stuff like that, which was really fun. So then. Walk okay. This may be a stupid question because I'm just I haven't thought about it. I'm just asking it now, but uh, I'm gonna trumpet and throw it out there. What talk about the um, like when you so when you guys get in the studio together and you're like recording, what's the actual like um process like what kinds of conversations do you have like what's the what's the uh, i don't know like the i guess just the mechanics of it like you you have a song you you what do you do you kind of start do you you start by singing it and and playing the guitar and then just like do you do you understand kind of what i'm saying just the practical like um like what do you guys actually do when you get in the studio together what kind of give people like a a feel of what it's like to be there with you guys and like what kind of conversations you have. Uh, We had a lot of fun. Uh, We were joking constantly. There was a point where the the restroom in the studio ran out of toilet paper. And so I just screamed at Josh. I was like, and he was like, what's wrong? What's going on? I was like, there is no toilet paper in here. This is supposed to happen for another three years, two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just started laughing his head off. And uh, we just had so much fun. Um, there was another time where we were recording uh, Homeless. Do you, do you want to tell about that, Josh? <laughs> you know, I thought you were going to get to that at some point. I don't know if we want to get to that now. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll talk about that when we... When we when we go over the episode for homeless, we'll talk about it then. But yeah, that's a good one. Also, um, basically, what we would do is like we would sit down. I would record the guitar. Um, Josh would tell me to do it again or not, and then uh, I would go in and do vocals in a different room, and 
we would work on vocals over and over again until we thought it sounded right. And then we would go back and listen to it. And then we would talk about it. Um, that's kind of... what, Josh, how did you look at yeah, it? Yeah, um, I would also say that, you know, before we even recorded anything, usually you would just play me the song and sing sing the song to me. That's true, um, I did do that. Which I, I always feel very lucky because I hear all of your songs before anybody else does. Yeah. And it's 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 a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um but yeah, there's there's there was a lot of times where we would just sit there and, you know, you'd 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 play the song for me and you know, I would get pretty emotional because it's a good song. And then we have to like get to work and record it. And it's never as good as the first time we played it. <laughs> and it would make me so mad, you know, but we actually had a pretty good, pretty good system. You know, we, we would record the guitars, like you said, you know, direct sitting next to me in the, in the control room of the studio. And then as soon as we have a good guitar part, we'd go and record vocals. And, and that was really it, you know? Yeah. Guys, this was a really good conversation. Actually, it really was. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad, Josh, you were able to uh, join us for this episode. Yeah, glad to be here. All righty. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week with Homeless. Homeless. Laters, Josh. Laters, Jared. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Please join us next week as we discuss... Homeless, the fifth song on John Reagan's future album. And until next time. I don't know myself. And I don't want to dream for the dreamers. No, I don't want to dream for the dreamers anymore. So you ask if I'm okay. No, I'm not the call of 3 p.m. They have all sorts of fantasies A superman that I can only be